when you achieve something and you reach something that you have been fighting for, it's like that feeling. It's like a, a drug. <laughs> it's like amazing. This amazing feeling. Give up or get up. So what do you actually do? Is it hard to memorize all those lines? Do you get nervous? Can you cry on cue? The podcast for artists and dreamers. Let's talk about resilience and mental strength. I'm Bianca. Welcome to my podcast. Cool. So, uh, Anna Clara, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I'm very honored. Thank you, thank you Bianca. <laughs> uh, so, let me introduce you briefly. Uh, so, you're my boss, technically. Yes. Not not my <laughs> not not my immediate boss, but the the big boss of the company. <laughs> Uh, so you're the founder and CEO of Stagepool, um, casting an audition platform where I started working five months ago and it's been great yes. so far. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we've only really met, uh, a few times because yes. yeah, Stagepool has an office in Sweden and in Berlin and Usually you come to visit more often, I think, but now with the pandemic, yeah. it hasn't been so possible. <laughs> no, uh, that is really bad, but uh, I'm really looking forward to come to Germany again. Yeah, soon. me too, <laughs> as soon as it opens up again. Um, so yeah. just briefly to do, to introduce uh, Stagepool, um, I ha I wrote down some facts. If uh, if it's wrong, tell me, but I think uh, it's about, uh, uh, yeah, it should be correct. Um, so it's an active artist pool. Uh, to my New York friends, it's sort of comparable to Backstage. Do you know Backstage? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, in America. So it's sort of that, but a little different because we provide service and stuff. Um, so it's been around for 20 years, around 20 yes. years. And yeah. uh, we now have about 50,000 production partners in general and casters. I think over a quarter million members, freemium and premium. Um, yes. Yeah. And and we publish around 50,000 jobs per year. So it's a lot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. It it's is. a lot of, a lot of uh, work. Uh, and then the team talks to producers and casters daily to find the right people. And me as a profile coach, uh, I just provide service to the members that we have to help them with their profile. So that's uh, sort of the... The goal of Stagepool to just make everything easier for casters, producers, for actors to make the search yeah, easier. Yeah, to actually the, the vision is to improve the possibility for the people in the entertainment is industry. So yeah. exactly that. Yeah. To make it easier. So mm. uh, my first question to you, um, kind of want to start with just a compliment, which is that whenever you come to visit us in Germany, you just you spread this aura of motivation and warmth and happiness <laughs> thank <laughs> that, you so much that yeah. that it's just that we're all just honestly ready to work 24 7 <laughs> but you but oh, you do it without so yeah and you do it without any pressure it's not like oh my god the boss is coming help <laughs> it's more just <laughs> I'm really happy to hear that yeah more just very yeah. warm and and I wanted to ask you about sort of your approach to that and uh you know not to make this like political or feministic but I feel like a lot of times female leaders adopt this very harsh attitude and I don't blame them because 
they have to survive in this male-dominated world. Uh, but yeah. but you have at the same time this fierceness and then this very uh, warmness that you also bring to it. Um, did you sort of yeah. grow into that um, as a boss, as a CEO? How yeah? How, what's your approach to to that? Um, I had some role models, and I would I would say my my best role model for this is my mom actually because she was a tv producer and uh was doing a lot of of big production for the swedish television uh, and i grew up in a, the studio one at the tv house here in stockholm mm. and i um she was also extremely and all my my, my family uh, in all was very very motivated uh, and motivated me to say to me that, well, whatever you want to do, Anna, you can do it. Just uh, give it hard work and go with the love. Mm. So I think that <laughs> it's about to find, and this is not easy when you're in your 20s, of course, to find your security and to find what, who are you when you're not working and who do you want, who do you want to be? And actually, I ask my, myself this question a lot, um, Okay, if I grow up and feel a little bit grumpy and okay, do I want to be grumpy today? No. What is going to be better when I'm grumpy? Nothing. Okay, so I have to go uh, more with what do I want to achieve? And and if I am a person, I think uh, when you meet new persons or new people, um, you are always mirroring each other. So mm -hmm. I... I almost always try to go with the love <laughs> and then you get so much love and so much, much warmth in, in, um, in return. And I think it's really important to, to really find out um, that uh, I made a lot of questions when I started as a, as a, as a boss and I made so many mistakes because yeah. in the beginning of Stageful, I was like, I was a sister, I was a friend, I was a mom And I was a boss and this was not working. So I had to find my own boundaries of, okay, I can be personal, but what is private and what is per personal it is not um, always the same thing. Mm -hmm. And always try to be professional and always think before you tell someone something. Uh, mm -hmm. That I always think about what shall this person do with the information that I'm now given. And what should I do with attitude that I, what should this person do with the attitude that I'm now given? So I really work hard on this and I got mm -hmm. a lot of help from my family and from my personal coach that I had a couple of years ago, defining of what is a good boss and who do I want to be as a, as a person and also as a, as a leader uh, for, for yeah. something. Yeah. So go with I the don't know love. If that was... Yeah, definitely. So it's go mm -hmm. with the love, but have some boundaries. <laughs> Absolutely. And also I have this, um, thing that, that, that I always say that you can never be too clear about things. And I've learned this so much because I'm, I'm working in three languages and German is my third language. And it's really, um, sometimes when I come to Germany and, I, and we have discussed something, I always say, okay, what do you think that we, we now decided? Yeah. <laughs> and this person says, oh, I think we decided this and this. And I said, no. And, 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 and the other person tell, asks me, okay, do you think I'm stupid? No, 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 no. It's not about that. It's, it's, uh, it's about 
did I make myself clear? Did did you understand what I meant? Because sometimes <laughs> you mean something and it comes out and it's like the whispering game, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I always try to find out that this person, that we are on the same level and then that we are on the same fundament. And I think it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit of a Swedish leadership model that yeah. has to be consensus. Everybody has to be on board. Um, and this is really important to, for me that uh, that we are on the same level and nobody is better than anybody else. And I don't want to be a boss that sits in a room with a closed door. Uh, I want my door to be open and I want people to... Uh, are not that they are not hesitating to ask me questions or come to me whenever there is something that they want to speak about. I, I think the so. image is pretty funny of... <laughs> If you have a meeting with a German like man and you're, you're like, so this is this. Did you understand me? Could you repeat what I just said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we have had some, there are so many funny stories about that. But I think that um, you can ask questions in so many ways. And I always try to, to start to ask questions to figure out what is driving this person mm -hmm. how should i in the best way communicate with this person how do i how do i reach this person because we if we don't reach each other it's very difficult to communicate empathy That's yeah. Why. yeah 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 so what's your connection actually to germany because you mentioned german is your third language swedish and english yeah. i assume are before german Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so <laughs> I read French for six years and I was really not good at in French. Yeah. And then I, I started in the gymnasium and I choose uh, German as my third language or, or my fourth language back then. And I just made my, my, my goal that I'm going to have an A. I'm going to be an A student <laughs> in German. <laughs> And a language I that really nobody else hard. wants to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I really studied hard. And then I was working in a production company many years ago. And I had the opportunity to work at Bavaria Filmplatz mm -hmm. in Munich. That was 1993 or something like that. And I could say, hello, my name is Anna. Mm -hmm. That was it. So I came to Munich and the people there were so nice to me. And they encouraged me to speak more German. And uh, I spoke and they laughed. And I spoke even more and they laughed even more. But that Not was nice. really the best way to learn. And they were really, really, um, really, really f nice to me and okay. helped me in so many ways. And I thought that I remember when I flew with a plane over Munich and um, there was a lot of houses and a lot of people. And I said, if I'm going to do something in the future uh, with some business or something like that, I want to be here in Germany because you are so many people in Germany. We are like 10 million. I yeah. think you are about almost 90 million. Yeah. So that is that is actually the, the reason why, why we are in Germany. Okay. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah. So it was just the language that you learned in school and then you went on to start an active artist's platform in Germany that became huge in yeah, Germany. Yeah, crazy. It sounds crazy, yeah. but that is actually is actually the way it was. So it's in Germany and in Sweden, right? Mainly. Yeah, we have uh, an office in Stockholm and we also work with Norway. We yeah. are starting Denmark probably this fall. Uh, we are in Germany and that is also including uh, Austria and Switzerland. And then we have yeah. a partner in the UK called Spotlight. So right. 
we are Scandinavia, uh, German-speaking world, and a little bit of uh, yeah connection to England, UK. Yeah, uh, crazy. Yeah. So how how was that for you? The beginnings of Stage Pool because you mentioned your approach. I'm sure was always with a lot of love and a lot of motivation. But then uh, you have to probably hear a lot of no's and deal with a lot of rejections oh, yeah. with with anything and especially with starting a business. So how do you how did you navigate that? How was sort of the beginning for you of stage pool? Um, the beginning was actually that the, the idea came to me when I was working as an actress in one small theater in Sweden, and I was sitting on a beach. I remember this is what it was October. And it was really cold. There was no one, nobody there. And I just got a thought that, wow, I'm spending 90% of my time mm. looking for work and 10% of my time actually working as an actress. And I knew that I wasn't the, the only one with this problem. So I thought, what if, what if there was a platform or some information channel where you can get all the jobs, not only in Sweden, because Sweden is a little country, but also abroad in, in Germany, in England, and, and so on. So that was the, the birth of the idea that then became Stage Pool, actually. And then we started um, 2000 in Stockholm, mm -hmm. and uh, we realized that we couldn't, because it started with that I sent out a letter every six weeks with a few mm. auditions to a couple crazy. of people and people actually paid for this crazy. But um, <laughs> then I was looking for uh, a couple of investors and uh, I had the um, the possibility to, to, I actually called him 70 times. <laughs> um, that is Björn Ulvius from ABBA. Yeah. And I called him and I called him and I wanted to meet him because I wanted him to also be a part of Stage Pool. And he is since 20 years back. So he's there. Um, well, how the did you know? How did you know Björn? I mean, I you didn't, were just like, actually. no, but how did you know that he was the right person for stage pool? You just, well, I had <laughs> like this guy, I had, I had three, I had, I, I, I always set the goal. If you want to reach the moon, you will reach probably perhaps reach the sky. But if you wanted to reach over the, the, the street, you will be run over by a uh, El Cabin yeah. <laughs> or, or a car. Truck, yeah. So I was aiming really high and I met so many investors that wouldn't be right for me. I think I met like 25 people. And then I set up a goal. I was like, okay, I need a person who actually understands the business that we want to do. Mm. And there was, um, and then I had my top three. And that was Bjorn Elvius from ABBA. It was Benny Anderson from ABBA. And it was Per Gessler from Roxette. Mm. Because I needed someone who was internationally known, who could also help us in, in other countries. And Bjorn and Benny back then were actually doing Mamma Mia. They were starting, I think it was in Hamburg uh, back then. And I said, okay, he could be, he could be the one. And then uh, I just, I just uh, uh, called him and called him and he, <laughs> <laughs> he understood, he really understood what the, 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 the meaning of what we wanted to do and the idea and the vision. So that is the story. But then, yeah. of course, it was another story coming to, to Germany, coming to Cologne back then yeah. because I was starting in Cologne. And... Um, I had like three sentences that I heard every day. It was like, Anna, das geht nicht. Anna, das darf man nicht. Und Anna, so macht man nicht in Deutschland. 
But typical German. <laughs> and that's not possible really, in Germany. <laughs> no, it was really eine Herausforderung, I must say. It was really a challenge because coming there, sitting with your computer, you don't know where to be. You don't have an office. You don't have any co-workers or, or people that you want to work with. And just starting that from new, I, I could actually work at the, as a builder at IKEA because I have like <laughs> built all the furniture in the office and, and so on. So it was crazy. And then actually we had a few jobs in the beginning uh, in, in Germany. And then there was a, a talk show for ARD mm -hmm. that was going on with uh, Dessere Nussbusch. And they were looking for someone from, they were doing a show called Made in Europe. And there was one, one host and it was six co-hosts. And these six co-hosts should come from each uh, one of the European, some European countries. So it was one from Holland, one from Spain and, and so on. And they were looking for someone from Sweden that actually could speak a little bit of German. Mm -hmm. And they called me and said, hi, can you, can you publish this on stage? And I said, sure, no problem. I did that. And then they asked, could you come to the casting too? Would that be possible? And I said, okay, sure, I, I can come to the casting. And then I got this job. And of course, this job, um, it was the beginning of, of 2005, I think. Um, and that really helped me getting a lot of contacts uh, uh, during this, this uh, production that I made in, in Cologne. So mm -hmm. it was really the start of, of Stageful in Germany. But it has been tough. I, I mean, cannot say other, uh, yeah. anything else. What, was there a point where you just thought about not doing it or giving up? I mean, sure, sure, yeah. a lot of times. Okay. <laughs> so what kept I you have, going? I have had so many breakdowns, <laughs> and I have cried so much. That's it. But then it's like, then it's like uh, that's good to know, you know, because it always uh, seems after a while when you tell these stories, it seems so easy in a way because you say okay this person said no well, so I just go to the next person and then eventually I found the investor and then you just started <laughs> no it was not like that there was a it's like the book that I wrote about it's like 50 50 Four. times no and one yes yeah so it's really also um being around people that actually believe in what you do and also um okay there is almost okay we have a problem say that we have a problem there is not one way to solve this problem there are probably thousands of ways mm -hmm. and if most of the time it's about finding the ways and you have to 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 work so hard and you have to really struggle but then when you get this uh, when you achieve something and you reach something that you have been fighting for It's like that feeling. Yeah. It's like a, a drug. Yeah. <laughs> It's like amazing, this yeah. amazing feeling. And I can tell you, when I hear somebody got a job through Stageful, uh -huh. every time I hear that, I, I'm, I'm, yes, this is why we yeah. do this. This is why we do this. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it really yeah. made the industry a lot easier. I mean, how, uh, how do you compare sort of, the industry now than to it, what it used to be. And I mean, with the internet and everything, you sort of started without the internet with just the paper yeah. mailing it out to a few yeah. people. <laughs> and now the internet has gotten so big and social media and everything. So there are jobs, there are very different ways of getting a job. What do you think yeah. are the advantages and, and also disadvantages of that? 
Well, the advantages is that has been changing the last years only is that there have been so many production companies coming from the US. The the world got so much smaller. We have the Netflix, we have mm. HBO, we have so many other production companies that need productions and need people. And that is something that has changed a lot the only the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course that is the, the biggest advantage. The 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 feeling that I have is that um in Sweden I can I can only say from from my point of view is that well it's not only that you did go to your acting school and you got educated for three years it's also about okay how many followers do you have on Instagram yeah. because the production companies know that if you have like 30,000 followers we they will actually watch you on on the TV when you get the role So that has changed also. And I also know that there pops up a lot of things on Facebook or, or Instagram where people are looking for for actors uh, and, and performers. Yeah. But what I really feel is that you have to check those. Mm. And this is one thing that we also do on, on Stageable is that we are checking all the production companies, all the person that are coming into the system. And this is really important uh, also for young actors that perhaps don't know about this yeah oh you shouldn't go to an audition in someone's house or you shouldn't you (laughs) shouldn't get in contact I I know the generation like my kids that are like 15 now they Mm -hmm. know this Mm -hmm. but there is a um is a is a little bit of um um, you have to be a little bit careful and you have to work with with people and companies that you trust and that uh that can help you so Um, now it's, for example, this this cooperation with Spotlight has meant that okay, we U.S. contacts uh, Spotlight because they are looking for Scandinavians in Game of Thrones, and the production should be in Iceland. Mm. So in that case, the the world has gone so much smaller, and I also think that it's really amazing how many other performers also from Germany that you don't have to have a English as a native native language yeah so you can really you can really become a, you can really get a, a role in a, in a in an American movie without speaking perfect English and that yeah. I think is also a, a huge advantage um, I see I see actually more uh, advantages than I see disadvantages uh, actually for, for us but it's mm-hmm. um it's getting so big and you have to really uh, be careful uh, yeah. with your what you're writing on social media who you get in contact with how you get this contact and everything like that so it's really important to to always stay professional um yeah so there are more opportunities but you have to know yourself and your boundaries even better or exactly exactly yeah. yes And you shouldn't believe everything you read on the internet. It's like, um, no. I cannot say this. So <laughs> how many, yeah, because there are, yeah, well, in, my parents, well, what's what's was in the newspaper, that was the truth, you know? And you cannot, you have to make your own opinion about things. Yeah. And if you hear something, you have to make your own opinion about that. That is my, yeah. that is my belief. Yeah. 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 Um, so on that note, actually, um, 
for young actors, um, how, what do you think is sort of the most important thing a young actor or a young actress can bring to this industry? Because you mentioned that you wrote a book, it's called 49 times no, one times yes. That's sort of the <laughs> business standard. You go to 49 auditions, no, 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 then one time, yes. So that's... Mm. Um, Of course, with all the opportunities that we have and all these auditions, and it's great, but there's also a lot to do in this mm. business that's just very yeah. practical for actors, which is headshots, active pools like stage pool, making your profiles, um, all of that stuff, messaging producers, mes messaging casters. Um, how do you sort of maintain yourself through all of that and also maintain your acting craft because I sometimes feel like if I want to be a good actor like lock me in a room and <laughs> I'll be there with no distractions and then I can be a good mm. actress but with all the business side of it you easily I think get lost in all the different things you have to do what would your advice mm. advice be to navigate that um It's a big question. Yeah. Um, I, my experience, because I've been to a lot of schools in Germany and also in Sweden and Norway and England, and what I see is that what you learn in the acting schools is mostly a craft. Mm -hmm. You are a very good actor or actress when you finish your school. Mm -hmm. But the thing starts afterwards, actually. It's when... Yeah. The, the, I remember when I was in, in my education that... My first job was my best education. Yeah, um, definitely. And you, you exactly like you say, you have to know so many other things than only your craft. So you have to, like, have you have to really know how to uh, self manage. You have to know your self management actually. And there's a lot of people when you ask an actress what what do you do. And they say, I am an actor. I am an actress. This means, this means that you are what you do. Yes. You understand? Yeah. So what, what do you do? I am a police officer. I am a fireman. Mm -hmm. So you really have to, in my, my best uh, advice to that is that you divide your, what is you as a person? Yeah. Uh, and what is, your, what is your uh, profession? Yeah. Because if you are an actress, I am an actress, and you're not getting jobs, then you feel that you are not worth anything. Absolutely. I have so many persons that I've coached and that I spoke to that I'm nothing when I don't work. Well, you are. You, yeah. are, a, 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 you are a person who is, who is uh, um, deserving all the love and all the respect that you could have. So I really think that the most important thing is that you have to try even I know it's not easy you have to try to divide your personal who you are as a person and your profession and that's why I, I'm, I'm, I'm really advising people you can have a personal Instagram account but then you have to have a professional Instagram account and that could be open mm. uh, and then how you if you ha only have one Facebook account then you have to know that the first thing a caster does the first thing an, an employment employer does is that they will check your Facebook or they will check your Instagram yeah. and everything that you post there you should be really careful about well also dividing your if you have an artist name or a performer's name or something like that yeah so try to 
well, that's my best advice, that learn how to, to set up a workflow for you. If you are an actress and you don't have any agent, you don't have people that you are in contact with because you're totally new to this business, then I will really start with, okay, first of all, you have to start you have to set up a goal. You have mm. to set up a plan. And I have this this uh, this thing that I almost do every time I coach someone. Okay, today we have the 26th of February, 2021. Okay, great. So where do you want to be in exactly one year? The 26th of February, 2022. And then you have to, okay, make this goal, your, your professional goal as as uh, as clear as possible, as measurable as possible, as as alive as possible, and then you have to decide. Okay, where what do I have to uh, what have has to be uh, done mm-hmm. uh, within six months, within one month, within one week, and where should I start tomorrow? And you really have to. If you don't have any free time, you will not have any working time because that is how it is to be an actor. You work. Always or you never work. It's like yeah. that is that is the way how it is. Yeah. So you really have to find, okay, I have a w- weekly meeting with myself. And that is actually how I did it myself when I started Stage Bowl. Okay, I have a weekly meeting. What do I want to achieve this week? I have three plans, <laughs> three things today. And I start at nine and I, I finish at, at 18. And then I pat myself on the shoulder and say, mm, good work today, Anna. Yeah. Or yeah. did I went a lot away of to my kitchen to... Yeah, it yeah. takes a lot of discipline. Because nobody's going to tell you. <laughs> You're it your takes own a lot boss. of work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so don't be afraid of of. Uh, don't sit around waiting for someone to call. Yeah. Make it happen yourself. Call them seventy the times. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Could be one way doing it. <laughs> but that's really yeah. beautiful advice to just separate your craft and your profession from who you are. Because I think especially mm. with artists, it just becomes your personality. Acting becomes your personality. And I know exactly that feeling of not feeling like you're worth anything uh, when you're not working. So it also probably makes you a bit more resistant to criticism if you... If you get yeah. criticized after and a performance, you know, exactly. yes, it's your performance, but it's not you. <laughs> it's my performance. Exactly. And I think it's also really good if you, I, I also write this, uh, write about this in, in the book. It's about, you have your dream job and you have your uh, things that you do, the work that you do to pay your rent, to have food on the table. Because if you don't have this fundament that you are worried about, um, not being able to buy food, then you will not be able to reach your goal. Yeah. So you really have to work from the bottom up. Mm. So it, you have to start with, okay, how, and, and this is also my advice, how do I find a job that makes me happy and with, uh, makes me happy and makes we, that I learn something, but I also have time to do the other things. So mm-hmm. that I have food on the table, I can pay my rent, and then I can also work on my craft. I can take evening lessons. I can go to castings. Yeah. Uh, but I know that I am secure. Yeah. And this is really, I know from working in Germany yeah. many years, this is really important for the Germans that mm-hmm. they feel that they are secure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Germans need some structure and security. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. the whole uh, romanticized notion of the starving artist, you know, it's very romantic, but it's not fun to live it. (laughs) No, exactly that. Exactly that. So find yourself a fundament 
and start from the, the bottom and up and and uh, give it some time. In this world, we are so depending on the the, the likes and the hearts on Instagram. Yeah. The world is that is it's not go in the same direction. And perhaps you should then ask yourself if you put up this goal, make make a statement uh, after six months saying, okay, this is what I wanted. Do I really want this now, or don't I? So if I don't, then figure something else out. Figure out another goal because you are not, in my opinion, anyway. You want something when in your 20s and then in your 30s or in your 40s or in, in your 50s, you want something else. Yeah. So it's not about doing this uh, for the the rest yeah. of my life. But ask yourself, is this what I want uh, now? If it's not, okay, make another goal. Yeah. So that you're not yeah. uh, stuck in your stuck own. Stuck in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um. Actually, because you mentioned Instagram, uh, what would your advice be to post on a professional Instagram account? Because I think it flows, even the professional accounts of influencers, for example, they're still very personal to a degree. It's not like you only post headshots, for example, but you would maybe also post no. some. Yeah, And you will not get any followers if you do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody so knows about you, 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 ha you have to decide <laughs> because I think it's really important to be personal. Because that is the way you are. That People like you because you are personal. People want to hang out with you because you are genuine or you mm -hmm. are authentic. So I think that, but it's, it's like, okay, I always ask my kids, if I'm posting this thing on, on Facebook, for example, I always ask them, is it okay if I put this up? Mm -hmm. But some things are really private and those private things I would leave out. And that is really up to you as a person, what is private to you, what is personal to you, what is professional. Mm -hmm. And I think that people want to hear also, exactly like you said, we want to hear the bad stuff too. Mm -hmm. And then you have to, to figure out how much can I give for myself without giving my whole heart on a plate. Okay, yeah. So I think it it, it could be, uh, this is my thoughts of the day, what do you think? Um, this is my new headshot. What do you think? Uh, please, no haters. <laughs> and 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 this is this is my this is my goal now. Out it because I think ah, okay. really I believe in this law of attraction that if you tell if you tell people what you want and if you have this plan to get there, the 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 more likely it will be to reach that goal. Yeah, I would say it's, so. It makes it more real. For yeah. Someone. So yeah. tell uh, and also about this. If you when you post something, what do you want the viewers and the followers to do with this information? Mm. You should ask yourself that. Yeah. What do you want to What do you want to give to them, and what do you want to get back? I, I Good really question. think that you have Never to be a little bit that. analytical. Yeah. Yeah. It's more, yeah. I want them more, to tell me that I am beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Then tell them that. Please tell me how how beautiful you think I am now. So it's like, and it's okay to say that. Yeah. Because everybody, no matter what profession, you want to be seen, you want to be heard, and you want to be loved. That's easy. True. <laughs> that's that's how it is to be human, Yeah. in my opinion. When I tell you th things, just to be very clear about this, is this is through my glasses, yeah, you know, through my opinions. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, so 
speaking about goals and having different goals, you started out as a musical theater student, right? You studied musical theater in Stockholm. Um, so your goal was to be a musical theater performer, I assume. Well, um, I have also studied culture science in the university. I stu mm. studied uh, culture and media science and theater science. And also I was in Vienna mm -hmm. studying theater science. Beautiful. I wrote my essay there in German. I don't wow. know that I did, but I did. <laughs> and anyway, so, so uh, first I wanted to be a TV producer as my mom. Oh, really? Okay. And then I wanted to be a musical uh, actor. Um, and then when I played 120 shows, <laughs> like I'm done. <laughs> uh, and then I, I also went to couple of 70 to hundred auditions all over. Yeah. And then I realized that, um, I want to be on the other side. I want to, you know, this movie, um, pretty woman. Yes. Yeah. Amazing movie. And, uh, amazing movie. And she says, um, this is not being a prostitute now, but she says, I say who, I say when, and I say the price. And that is for me that I have also in, in the back of my head that I want to be on the opposite side. And I also met my husband, the, the man who's now my husband, yeah. uh, very long time ago. And when I was working in the theater, I came home when he slept and then he went to work and I slept and yeah. we didn't meet. And then I had to figure out, okay, is this the life that I want from me, for me? And, yeah. um, and then I had to say that um, this was not for me, but I, I really, really, um, how do I say? I have so much, I'm an honored to work with all the people that does that yeah. that has this goal and want to do this it was not for me but i i'm i'm still in the business in that case we have a tv station called uh, mix megapol it's power media uh, and i'm the the station voice for for this and i was has been working i have been working as a speaker uh, mm -hmm. um, since i was 19 so i yeah. have this little bit connection to the business uh, uh, even now but that was you have to to um, to uh, really question yourself when I, I, I said that okay if I'm not if I'm not happy with this I cannot continue because because I did the, all the things that I'm saying to you is because I did I did it myself and I did it wrongly yeah so I was really my profession I was my profession and I didn't like it yeah so I had to learn and I had to run into thousands of walls and saying okay Anna you cannot um you cannot only be your profession you are you and then the profession is something else so um yeah, yeah I don't know if that was the answer to your question but it's yeah, really definitely. important to yeah to to question yourself and what you do and how you do it that If you're working in some way and you're not, you're not, uh, you you feel like you don't achieve that what you want. Okay, perhaps you have to sit down and see. Okay, what do I have to do instead? Do I have to change something? Mm -hmm. Do I have to adapt? Do I have to do something else? And maybe, yeah. That? And maybe not desperately hang on to a goal. 
if you exactly. realize maybe it's actually not what you yeah. want. Yeah. Because life is too short. You have to really to to um, to put things in perspective and be very very thankful for what you have. Yeah. And what you do and who you are. Yeah. It's it, we are really well generally speaking we should be really much better of patting ourselves on the shoulder and say this is a, you are fab you can <laughs> fab do this job today uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Killing to, to it. just yeah you killed it yeah, yeah. it's like um, and if n nobody's telling this to you you have to do it yourself you're you know? your own best friend no <laughs> yes yes and th exactly when i think about what should this other person do with information when i have thoughts because i do of course i'm human and then i have thoughts and say like, is this thought helping me right now no Then mm -hmm. i have to put away this thought and leave it outside the door okay this is this is not helping me right now i have to and then you cannot sit down and think about it then i go out in the forest or i go out to just see something else or I go horseback riding or do something else that really clears my head so that I help yeah. myself to get some perspective yeah to to be able to be your own best friend and be able to maintain strength sort yeah. of because you know what I was also just thinking when you said that uh, with being your own best friend and telling yourself to kill it um it's I mean, of course, usually, yes, thankfulness is very important and everything. But then you have these moments where you just can't, where you just don't feel it, where you have I your know. breakdown. It just happens. Yes. And another huge thing for me, I think, as a young actress is comparing myself to other people because there is so much out there. And of course, you have your colleagues who um, you maybe admire or you who think who you think are doing a better job. So it can get in the way a little bit to compare yourself to other people. Um, in both ways, because I think both is harmful. Sometimes you think somebody's so good that you just go, oh God, how am I going to ever do this? And then sometimes you also have acting partners, let's face it, who are not so good. But then it also affects you because then I just think, oh, this person is bad and it's making me look bad. Mm. <laughs> That's a terrible I, thought. I, but <laughs> I, I think that... Um, uh, <laughs> well, I speak to my kids about this a lot. Yeah. And what should they think about me? And what should they, well, what, what, do you, what do you think they are thinking about me? It's like, they are so occupied thinking about what you think about them. <laughs> yeah. So think about you. And I always say, well, <laughs> when they were a little bit smaller, now, now they have like adapted the way I am. And say, okay, mom is how she is, and that's okay. And let's say, I, I, when they were small, I said, everybody could be ashamed of themselves. I can take responsibility of being ashamed of me. <laughs> and you could take, you don't have to take responsible for, for responsibility for me. Because, mm. like, oh my God, du bist so peinlich, mama. <laughs> I know. But you don't have so to worry about that because they will not, they will not judge you because of me. Yeah. It's like, It, you and and this comparison with 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 other people it's not beneficial to you it's not helping you and of course you can choose to see someone and see wow that inspires me how does she do it how does he do it how do i get there that is, is inspiration yeah. that is not envy Yeah. So you can really choose how, of course, we compare it, uh, ourselves to each other. 
that is also human mm. and that is okay. But really think about if I focus on what I do and what I want and how I feel, that is good enough. You don't have to compare yourself because there's always going to be someone better because we are comparing we are comparing ourselves to everybody in the world at the moment because everybody is on Facebook or Instagram yeah. and everybody looks so happy on Facebook and then i made actually <laughs> a little bit of a of a of a thing that i saw that the the worse you feel the more you post on Facebook yeah that is really when you something have, yeah else. that's true <laughs> that's so very... so you really have to think about uh what what um about okay this person is really bad and this person is making me feel bad feel look worse i don't think so <laughs> because a, a caster or, or an audience are so they can see that that yeah. uh, okay this person is not very good but she's good so don't try not to occupy your thoughts with things that are not helping you and and try to to be with people that actually, uh, I speak a lot about energy thieves. And mm. this could be person, this could be uh, your phone, your uh, social media or whatever. And try to keep yourself distanced to these energy thieves. And someone, those, some, sometimes these uh, energy thieves are, are in your own family or yeah. you might be your best friend. And then you have to question yourself, hmm, can I have some distance to this friend? I have to take a break from her or him at this moment. Or I have to make some distance to my family. Yeah. And they can say whatever you want. They can have an opinion. That's allowed. But you don't have to... You have to have your shield up. Your invisible shield. So that it doesn't get to you. So I actually have a question um, on that note. Because I think... A lot, of course, about this profession of being actors is tapping into that deep um, self and being close to yourself, but also to other people. So to sort of dive in deep. But of course, at the same time, you always need to keep up your shield from energy thieves. But I'm realizing, you know, especially when you get close to a person who may be a best friend in your family or in a romantic relationship, they automatically will become an energy thief <laughs> because mm. you're just so close to them. So you have to deal with inner problems of yourself sometimes too. So it's easy to keep everybody at distance because then you don't have to deal with your inner problems. So mm. I feel that happening with me a lot. Um, how And of course you want both. You don't want to be too close and too much in this inner world. Um but a little bit of, of it, of course, because it's part of our profession as well. So when would you say, when when are they taking too much energy? When is a friend or a partner taking too much energy from you? And when is it actually just good because you need to, because you get into a Develop. deeper relationship? Yeah. Uh, I, I can, I can, I don't think I can answer that <laughs> yeah. because I think that's really, really personal and it's up yeah. to everyone. Um uh, but I think that uh, in the fundamental thing, does this person wants, want the best for me? Mm, yeah. And of course, I can argue with people and, uh, and then perhaps there is something in this comment from this person that I should actually take. It's like, hmm, maybe she's right. Mm-hmm. It's something that she says that, that, that hits me hard, 
that is taking my energy now, but this perhaps can also help me to develop. Yeah. And I, I think that we should not be afraid of, of, uh, of, of uh, developing ourselves, of course, and, and take challenges. And, okay, this is, this is, she's a tough cookie to me. She's really telling me things that I probably don't want to hear, but she speaks the truth. And some of it could be right. Mm -hmm. And then I have to go to myself and self-reflect over what she or he said to me and say, hmm, can I agree with some of this stuff? Probably. And then I say, okay, then I, can, I will be able to change it. Or I say, hmm, no, this, isn't, this, is, this, is, this person doesn't want the best for me. Yeah. Um, I have to shut this out. So I think it's really up to you to to know this and if you if you really self-reflect over that um then uh, it's only you or the people who, who are who are yeah who can know yeah i think there is no general uh advice about yeah. how okay if you have been feeling this way in a month uh, for a month then probably it's not good for you mm. if you're feeling bad but of course I break down. I cry a lot. I'm <laughs> laying on the floor like, oh, nothing is working. And then the next day it's like, oh, yes, it's out. So you have to, yeah. you have to also this, this about your, your, I have, when I, I'm not feeling well, I, I ask myself five questions. Okay. Have I eaten? Mm -hmm. Have I slept? <laughs> yeah. All right. Have I been training? Have I been drinking a lot of, have I been drinking enough water? Do I have my period? <laughs> and if there's yeah. as a no to all of this, I know there is something else yeah. and that I have to take care of. So, uh, and then it's also good to have someone that you could be really open with and that you can speak um, so open with that you don't have to weigh your words on a golden, um, how it uh, in a vaga, a scale, in, in yeah, on a scale, exactly. Yeah. So that you, okay, I just want to get it out, and I just wanted you to, I just want you to listen. Yeah, and you don't have to say something. You don't have to come with advice. I just have to get it out of my system. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you have to find ways. It could be yoga. It could be writing. It could be talking to a friend. It could be forest walks. Yeah. But get it out of your system. Yeah. So it's not taking your energy. Get it out. So no, I cannot. I cannot answer that. No, it's Sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very it's really complex thought. You have to know it to for every yourself. Person, yeah. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a quick, quick business question uh, that I left out yeah. that I would like to know because mm -hmm. you're always talking about. Um, First of all, the way you started with stage pool calling Bjorn Olveos about 70 times until he finally picks up. But also in your book that you wrote, the coaching book for actors, um, you talk about how to approach messaging agents. And for example, you say to write an email and then a week after to call and then suggest a meeting. But your wording was very um, straightforward. It's I mean, I would be like, I'm, I'm so sorry. Is it possible? Could we maybe meet at some point? <laughs> And your wording was very much uh, like, so when would you be able to meet for five minutes? Just very straightforward. Um, so when, I guess my question is, when is it too much? How much is just 
good uh, a good way of approaching somebody and just knowing who you are and being straightforward and then when is it arrogant or too much I mean mm. do you say you call Bjorn Orvio 70 times and at I don't know this is 80th time is too much and then you stop calling him <laughs> but what if going? I had stopped the the 69th time yeah that's true <laughs> what if I have stopped the problem is Uh, what I see or the challenges here is that the people not uh, pu uh, th that they are not picking up the phone the first time. That is the problem. Mm -hmm. Because every caster, every people that want to have your you in a production, they need you for their production. But what I what I would say is make friends. Make friends. Mm -hmm. See it is not as in for this production. See is for for uh, a long term, for years. So when you did a job, for example, on a production, uh, treat everybody as they are the most important person in the world for you right now. Yeah. Because then the next production, they say, oh, there was this really nice girl, Bianca, and I, I have to call her because she was so nice and mm. she was so good and she was so easy to work with and she always communicated and she was always so happy and willing to do things, blah, blah, blah. So that means that makes make it easy for them to hire you. And uh, as I started, I called the casting company saying, hi, are you looking for something right now? No, thank you. Oh, and then they never have time, you know? Yeah. No, we don't. Okay, so when should I call? Oh, yeah, call in September. And then I call in September. Hi, do you have things? No, no, sorry. Oh, hi, Anna. Thank you for calling again. No, we don't have it. So when do you have that? Oh, call again in December. Okay. Hi, hi, this is Anna. Always very nice. Always very happy. Yeah. Always also very respectful of their time. Mm. And then after one year, I came up with my with my resume and say, "Hi, oh yeah, now you're in exactly at the right moment for the right for the the right time." It's like, uh, it's like uh, being a little bit lucky, being exactly on time when they need exactly you. Yeah, exactly. And then I got the job, and then then I got jobs that actually they were looking for dancers. I'm not a dancer, really. So. But I was typically, I was the how the, the, the director imagined this person to be. And, mm. okay, you can learn to do some steps. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. it's about never be arrogant, never, always be respectful, always go with the love, always be very, very, but not too, don't make excuse of you, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't say, oh, I'm so little, I don't why. Just do, do you have five minutes for me? <laughs> it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah. Hi, this is Anna again. How are you? How is it? How is this sunny Friday for you? Yeah, it's great. Okay, so so how how's your children? Everyone that I spoke to, I know. What what project was it that they work with? Do they have children? Mm. How how did they get a, um, a nomination for something? Oh, I just wanted to congratulate you to this wonderful uh, Emmy Award, whatever. Yeah. Make your research. Be know who you're speaking to. The arrogance is that yeah. when when I get new people to come to, to when they apply for jobs at stage pool and they write me a resume and they don't write who they are, just send me a resume. It's, it's like nothing else. They are ending up in the in the bin. In the bin. <laughs> yeah. yeah not, no other so, way to put it. <laughs> no. Yeah. So it's really make an effort. Do your homework. 
Yeah. Go with the love. Go with the love. And, don't take it personal. And when no, and mm. when they don't have time, because that is the most important thing. If you call someone and you hear on their voice that they are extremely stressed, mm -hmm. if you ask them a question, what would the answer be if they are stressed? It would be no. Yeah. So try to find them a time when they are not yeah. stressed. I always called exactly after lunch because then they're happy. Mm. They have eaten something. <laughs> like they are on the go. Not yeah. calling them five minutes to seven. No. Or, or, or also early in the morning. They just started their day. They got the coffee and it's like, okay, I have a clean day. Hi, this is Anna. Hi, nice to speak to you. It's psychology, actually. And, and, um, and treat other people how you want it to be treated yourself. That is the... Uh, the the best me. advice I can give. Yeah. And don't 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 uh, don't do so many too many excuses. Don't make yourself mm -hmm. smaller than you are. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't help anybody. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> It's a long cool. answer to a very short question. No, but, that was yeah. such a beautiful answer and very inspiring. Mm. And um, <laughs> like, well, like you say, you call them once, they say no, it's not personal. It's just that they no. don't have the right job right now. And then you just keep no. calling and you keep calling. No. Yeah. And if you, uh, if, you, if you have updated your picture and you yeah. change your haircut, send another CV. Hi, just want to check if you got my CV. Yes, I got it. Thank you. Have a nice day. There's so many things there are, uh, it's, uh, and sometimes don't be stressed. So sometimes I have had p contacts with people for years and after five years, they finally answer me. Yeah. <laughs> You're in so, it for the long haul. So yeah. <laughs> I want to ask yes. you as a final question, um, in your interview with Björn Olveus, you asked him how he keeps up your, his uh, spirit uh, through all the ups and downs. So I want to ask you the same thing, how you keep up your spirit through all this craziness. I mean, calling casters 500 times is also eventually probably weighs on your <laughs> spirit, yeah. even though you always go with the love. But in general, how, yeah, how do you keep up your spirit? I am I'm really thankful for my situation right now because I cannot have the, the the better people to work with in Sweden, Norway, Germany. And you make me, you inspire me. Mm -hmm. You inspire me every day with all that you do for all our members and subscribers and clients and and uh, and uh, employers mm -hmm. uh, this is really inspiring and uh, what also inspires me is that is people that want something yeah that yeah. that ins inspires me the, doers. the most of yes <laughs> yeah. the what the people the that want to do a little bit okay how can we how can we do a little bit better tomorrow and the day after tomorrow and the day after that and that not giving up and also are are willing to do the work um that inspires me and it inspires me to to know that so many people are using the service and are getting the jobs and that curiosity inspires me 
the day I'm not curious about anything, I'm probably dead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you have to yeah. stay curious uh, of other people and of yourself. And you have to be nice to yourself and to other people. Yeah. Be nice. Be be nice to yourself and and uh, and um, go with go with your follow your dream actually. Yeah. But when I say follow your dream, it's not it's not go with the flow. Just sit down and wait what's coming. <laughs> Do what has to be done. Act <laughs> act on it. Yeah. And uh, you can never be too clear about things. Not for yourself and not to others. Yeah, I think. communication. <laughs> communication is key and people are key. And the people that you work with, that you hang out with, they are key to you. They, they are so uh, such a big part of your life. So hang around with the right people yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. On that note, uh, thank you for providing such a wonderful work environment at Stage Pool. And... I'm also inspired by everybody who works there and I'm also inspired by the members that I talk to every day. Um, yeah. It's just so cool. We hear so many different stories, people in so many different areas of their lives with different dreams and things they want to do and inspirations and it gives me a lot of inspiration and hope to talk to all those people. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm so happy yes. to hear it. So thank you so much yeah. for being on my thank podcast. You. <laughs> thank you so much, Bianca. And if you have anything or if you have, if you get questions or whatever, just tell me and I will be happy to answer if I can. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that was Anna Clara, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more about Stagepool, then you can follow stagepool.dach D-A-C-H on Instagram. And the next episode of Give Up or Get Up is out next Tuesday. I'll be speaking to my voice teacher, Gabriele Schleicher. She's an actress, a singer and a director. She does everything. She's a real doer and a go-getter, always creative, always active. So I hope you'll join me for some voice tips with Gabriele and just to hear how she kept going and transforming in her career even after some drastic changes um, yeah, caused by a physical accident. I'm really excited to have her on here. Attention, the episode will be in German. So to the English speakers who are listening to this podcast, I am sorry, but the next English episode will be out in two weeks. Um, and follow me on Instagram anyway, anyway at giveuporgetup for some updates. Thank you. Yeah.